Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're working our way through the 119th Psalm, and we're up to the stanza that begins on verse 105. We've looked at the first four stanzas of it, so let's look at the last four by doing, start at the beginning of it. It will cover what we did yesterday. Verse 105 says this, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn and I will confirm it, that I will keep your righteous ordinances. I am exceedingly afflicted. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. O accept the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your ordinances. So in the previous episode, we saw what he was saying right here. He says, you know what, Lord? Your word is what guides me. It's a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have confirmed your word. I've sworn it. I'm going to keep your righteous ordinances. I'm still being afflicted here, God. He'd asked earlier to help me. Now he's saying, revive me, Lord. But revive me according to your word. He's basing upon the revival, upon the promises that the Lord had already given him. And he said, uh, receive the offerings of my mouth, Lord. Teach me your ordinances. Now, that's the second time he's referred to his ordinances here. Verse 109. My life is continually in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. I think that's a, a, a reflection back to what he's saying, that he's exceedingly afflicted, that he needed help, that the wicked have come against him. He's about to say that again in the next verse, as a matter of fact. The things that he's encountering, he's saying, my life is literally in the palm of my hand. That's the picture right there. In other words, it may flee from me. I don't know what's going to happen, yet I do not forget your law. So he's telling the Lord, I'm not going to forget your law. I'm remembering your law even when I'm in the midst of this. Verse 110, the wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I have not gone astray from your precepts. So the wicked were trying to entrap him. Okay, The wicked were trying to lay a snare. Uh, he didn't tell exactly what it is, but the idea behind it is like a bird trap. And trying to set him up with something. What do you do with a bird trap? You put something there that's enticing to the bird, <laughs> some food, some seed, or something like that. And when the bird gets in the place to where he can attain the seed, he's ensnared in a trap, either captured or tied up or something like that. And he said, the wicked have done this. But he says, yet I have not gone astray from your precepts. You know, we actually see this in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, how the wicked, particularly the religious wicked, were always seeking to ensnare him to lay a snare for him. And it was usually around their interpretation of the law. They were trying to set him up. How did Jesus respond? Well, he responded in different ways, but the bottom line is he always spoke forth the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. And now the interesting thing is whatever he spoke was the word of the Lord, right? And when he said things like, uh, hey, he who is without sin cast the first stone. Well, then he entrapped them right back. He ensnared them. But notice what happens here. The psalmist says, yet I have not gone astray from your precepts. The psalmist is letting us know that if we cling to the precepts of the Lord, that will help us to keep from being ensnared 
by the traps of the wicked one. Think about that. He says, I haven't gone astray from your precepts. He's talking about this whole path thing from the beginning of this, song, of this stanza, right? That the word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I haven't gone astray from that. You have kept me on the path because I have kept your precepts and I keep my attention upon your precepts. If we keep our attention, folks, upon his word, okay, upon his ordinances, upon his law, upon his precept, if we do that, then we will be aware of the snares that the wicked try to bring against us. And you say, well, how can that be? Because when we have the word within us, and we know the word, and we're actually believers, okay, and we're empowered by the Holy Spirit in the presence of Father, Son, and Spirit within us, the Lord will speak to us in multitudes of ways. And he will show us the truth. He'll give us revelation. He'll give us illumination. He'll give us enlightenment. He'll give us understanding. So the wicked laid a snare for the psalmist, yet I have not gone astray from your precepts. Verse 111, I have inherited your testimonies forever, for they are the joy of my heart. And he's mentioned this type of thing several times up to this point in time in the psalm, and how the testimonies, the word of the Lord, bring him joy, and it's the joy of his heart. He says, I've inherited your testimonies forever. The idea of being uh, possessed to acquire, <coughs> he said, so I've acquired, I possessed your testimonies. Notice for how long? Forever. He's about to repeat this twice in this verse and the next verse. He's going to give us a time frame here of forever. He says, I have inherited your word forever. In other words, it's not something that's just for this corporal existence. It's going to continue on forever and ever. The word that we have in the written form is but a foreshadowing, the ultimate fulfillment of what we see in the Lord Jesus Christ. We know a little bit now, but really somewhat in the mirror dimly, right? So he's saying this, it's the joy of my heart. This is what brings joy to me, is your word, Lord is your testimony. And it really, that joy of your heart, it is the heart, but it's really the inner man, uh, understanding your will. This is what brings joy. Folks, I think a lot of us are beginning to realize (laughs) that stuff doesn't bring you joy. Power doesn't bring you joy. All these things that the world will say will bring you joy do not bring you joy. But the testimonies in the word of the Lord will bring you joy. Now, the last verse for today, verse 112. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever, even to the end. <laughs> now, when I read that, you know how it is. Uh, you read scripture and you read it uh, for years here, there, and you know, and it, you're amazed at how uh, you're struck by a verse that perhaps you've read numerous times in the past, or a particular element of a verse strikes you. And that's what happened to me this time. He says, I've inclined my heart. Okay, so he's talking about his heart. And the idea of it, he's, that he's bent, he's bowed, he's stretched out. He's extended his heart toward uh, the idea of performing his statutes, of living out the statutes and the commandments and the precepts and the testimonies of the Lord, not just knowing them, but living them out. But watch this. I've inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever, even to the end. The word even is not there in the original Hebrew. It's, it's provided in the English where we have a little understanding. Forever to the end. Forever to the end? 
Think about that. Does forever have an end? <laughs> and for some reason, that just sort of struck me funny this time. And I thought, well, what is meant by that? And I thought, you know, I bet that's what that uh, is. I bet I know what that is. <laughs> you know? And so I did. I, I looked it up a little bit. I thought, let me check this out. And it does. It carries the idea. Uh, we've actually seen it um, once in this psalm already. That was a point when a goal is reached, a consequence of something, to a point where something is attained. It's the result of something. Okay, uh, And this verse right here might even mean the chronological end of a process is what Zodiotis says. I've inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever, even to the end, until there's a point in time of attainment, a point in time of uh, fruition, a point in time of completion. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever, even to the end. When could that be? I think it's some foreshadowing of the fact that when we're with the Lord forever and ever and ever, the things of the statutes and the testimonies and all that, they don't fall by the wayside. No, no, no. We actually live in a time with that because the Lord Jesus Christ fulfilled the law. And when we are in Him, we are fulfilling the law in and through Him and will do so forever. I think that's the picture that's right there. Anyway, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.